What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia podcast, episode 53, here with you Monday night, May 2nd, 2022. We're doing great, as we always are. We got a lot to talk about tonight as we had uh, our NFL draft hangover coming off of the very exciting, I guess, uh, unexpectedly exciting draft that we had here. Uh, a lot to go with the wide receivers where we had a massive run. Um, not many quarterbacks, not many rider, running backs on day one, but uh, we're still going to have a lot to talk about now that it is all said and done. Who's the we? You know it. Me, Antonio, my man, Keenan. What's going on tonight, buddy? Not much, my man. Not much. Same old stuff, different day. Um, but we didn't have one running back come out the first in the first round, Antonio. Not even one. Not even one. I thought and, it was going to happen to our Bills. Um, a lot of people didn't want that. So Man. I guess maybe that wound up being a good thing, but I mean, one quarterback, zero running backs. We we both thought before the draft started, we both were like, God, oh, this is not going to be as exciting as you know as as past NFL drafts where, where you have you know high, higher quarterback talent. But it turned out to be exciting. All the trades, a couple trades, um, and then well, a couple nine, traded. yeah, not, yeah. Well, I was nine about the players in day one, but um, and then. Man, the wide receivers, teams teams aren't messing around. This is truly becoming or become a hundred percent passing league. Forget the running game. We those poor running backs aren't ever going to get paid now. Yeah, I don't know who um, who tweeted it out. I, I apologize, but I believe when they were talking about the new metrics of how you build the team, defensive end was always usually the next uh, position after quarterback, yeah. and now it's actually. Apparently, wide there's receiver. a lot of stats arguing that it's wide receiver. Yeah, well, wide I mean, receiver is now the second most important uh, position on the team. Think about it. Our Bills kind of started that trend. They drafted Josh Allen. Yeah, they didn't draft Stephon Diggs, but they went out and gave up gave up a first and other draft picks to get Stephon Diggs. So that's trend kind of. And then that same offseason, Hopkins went to Arizona, and then and then teams started drafting wide receivers. High Jefferson. Um, Jamar Chase, and you're seeing all these young wide receivers come into the league where a few years back you would see a wide receiver like, all right, two, three years from now, he'll be, you know, good. Now they're making an impact right away. Yeah, and that's a good point with with the Bills being part of starting that because the trade that they made giving up their first-round pick for Diggs, the Vikings drafted Jefferson. So the fact that he came out and set the rookie records as he did it really showed teams like, hey, we can actually start getting these players uh, impacted more. And that was the thing that we talked about um, two years ago when Jeff- Jefferson was drafted was I expected, you know, because we were high, very high in Jefferson. And and I expected that they were going to do exactly what they did with him at LSU in college into the pros. Put him into the slot. Let him do his magic. He can be on the outside if he needs to. And, and you know, 1,400 yards later, we realized how great he really can be. Now you have someone like Jamar Chase coming in and the Bengals had an amazing choice between a generational uh, lineman in Panay Sewell or, you know, the guy that yeah. uh, Joe Burrow had played with in college and protect everybody Burrow. thought they were protect, dumb. Yep. Protect Burrow, protect Burrow. And, <laughs> and then they drafted friggin' Randy Moss Jr. over here. <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't make the mistake. And, yeah. you know, I was on a, I was on a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago and I, I might've mentioned on the show here that, I, th- I feel like teams are going to start now making moves quicker, being more impatient and filling needs as opposed to just like drafting for depth necessarily. Yeah. 
like there are certain teams where okay, I see a hole as a wide receiver. They drafted a wide receiver. Yeah, it's you know definitely. there was no there was no guessing. There was no wondering. Oh, yeah. how did you make that pick? You have teams like the Patriots that that are coming in where you're like, oh wow, how how did that pick happen? But yeah. we've been saying that a few times about the Patriots. Listen, um, that 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 guard pick it might be a good pick later on, but they created that 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 hole by by trading away their damn guard. Uh, well, we're right, and yeah. and and I think uh, somebody as well was saying that Nick Mangold, like we all know Nick Mangold, amazing lineman. Uh, I think that it was, and he was drafted uh, into the first round, and they were made fun of a lot, and he wound up, you know, being a Pro Bowler. Um, but then it comes, it just comes down to value, though, Keenan, and that's the same thing when it comes to fantasy football. Is you know, you may I like for example, you might have the one on one right now, and if you think Chris Olave is the best wide receiver in the draft, you don't. Pick him at one on one. You know, the, you you try the, to trade down. The Jags made that mistake with one one. I mean, yeah. we're, we're all fancy topic here. I mean, they could have easily traded down and got the player that got at. at I mean, I, I I say I say easily easily traded down, but you got to have two parties to make a trade. If no one wanted to trade up, then I guess you know they took the player that they thought was going to be the best player in the draft. Um, but yeah, that I mean. Do you want to get right into it, or do you want, or do you want to ask your question today that I see here? Uh, <laughs> I actually debated deleting the question. No, no, no. I wasn't, that, I wasn't that, sure. No, we we're doing today. the question today because. Well, <laughs> let, let's talk about the rundown. Um, we've already talked a little bit about the draft. We're going to talk even more about the draft. Uh, get some winners and losers. Get into our rankings. Talk about a couple of trades that have happened. Uh, so it's going to be pretty full, but uh, it's going to be pretty fun as well. So speaking of fun. The question of the day, Keenan, when nobody else is home or nobody's around you, do you close the door when you go to the bathroom? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Listen, no hesitation. Let me let me tell you this. I don't even close the door if everyone's sleeping. <laughs> my, my wife came downstairs one time. She goes, it was like early in the morning. The kid, one of the kids were up upstairs, like making a ruckus or whatever. And, uh, she comes downstairs to see if I was up and cause I wasn't in our room. And she, so she figured I fell asleep on the couch or something watching TV. And uh, she comes downstairs and I'm taking a huge dump. She's like, I didn't know we had a first words out of, out of her mouth that morning. I didn't know we had an open, open door policy in this house. So I'm like, I'm like yeah, that we do now. Oh, you know, there's definitely. And uh, I wondered, cause I know there are some couples out there that don't, you know, have any of that conversations about, you know, the bowels and um, you just don't even want to hear you know, women don't poop. Right. You know, they don't, that, they, don't, that doesn't, they, don't they don't poop. They don't poop or fart. Yeah. None, none of that happened. And so yeah. um, I know my, one of my coworkers, one of my old coworkers, uh, she was in, you know, one of the older generations than me. And she's like, you know, that door is always closed. I never go to the bathroom when my husband's in here. Like none of that, none of that ever happens. And in my head, I'm like, dang, I think I, I think I broke that bread like two months into dating my wife or something like, yeah, <laughs> yeah was- you know, sometimes you get lazy. And then when you're going, you know, if you're, if you are taking a dump or something, I don't know. I mean, yeah, people aren't around. Definitely. Listen, I definitely do not keep that door closed when the people aren't around, you know, I listen, my my poop is everyone's poop. <laughs> Everyone poops. Great book. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So that, that question got put out. Uh, make sure with that being said that you, you are put that following on Twitter. us. 
Exactly. <laughs> I'll have to put that as a, as a vote. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Uh, make sure you're following me at Antonio Denisi FF. Uh, you can follow Keenan at Keenan underscore 716. And you can check out the website at Dynasty Mafia Podcast.network. And if you check us on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you know every time we're hanging out here. Uh, sorry, I uh, got the sniffles today. Everyone's kids are sick. It's right? unbelievable. It's, it's that it's time, un- everybody. It's, it's it, unbelievable. Uh, dude, I don't know what's going on. Um, there's like six six people that I know of with them and their kids or some mix are sick. We were supposed to pod last been, night. I was under the weather. It's been a long, it's been a long winter. I'm I'm ready for summer. Because spring, yes. spring, spring's not. Springs brings allergies and all that stuff. I'm ready for summer. Just well, especially when we, we just basically had what fall, winter, and spring this whole week, dude. I had like, probably what cost. I it. had the AC on. Was yeah. it the Saturday, Sunday? It was nice out. Yeah, Sunday week. and Monday last week. It was crazy. It was it. It was so humid in my house. I'm like, I'm turning the AC on. It was ridiculous. It was like 80 degrees in my house. The next day, it's snowing and the freaking heat is on. And I, I'm back to wearing long sleeves and and you know I got to move. Dude, I took the patio furniture out. <laughs> oh, that's Monday. been out. That's been out since eight. That's been out since freaking <laughs> March for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had no idea that it was gonna snow until like nighttime right beforehand. And she's like, "Hey, apparently it's gonna snow tomorrow." And I was like, "Oh God, that's." That's what I get for trying to do physical activity. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, first news and notes we're going to talk about. The Saints today signed for signed Tyron Matthew. Uh, they are making a lot of moves on both sides Sneaky of the football. Sneaky good. Sneaky good. Sneaky. It, it might be something. It might be something because drafting Chris Olave now trading up. Uh, even that, so to draft. That ruined my mock draft. I would have won the mock draft if they <laughs> just stayed at 16 and drafted him, but great pick by them. Yeah, I'll take great the pick. I'll take the crown there. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I didn't expect him. I don't know. I was surprised about that. But needless to say, you know, they're they're making a lot of moves to show Why were you surprised? Winston. Why were you surprised? Uh you know, he, he fits. I just feel like, you know, the more I thought about it after when I was surprised originally, I was like, man, he's a lot like M- MT. Like, I don't know if that's going to work that you have Winston throwing to two of the similar wide receivers. I just I felt like they needed um, more of some speed or more more quickness in there, like Traquan Smith's not doing it. But then the more I looked at it and the more I thought, I'm like, you know what? He actually might be a lot like Chris Godwin. Yeah. What he dealt with in the Bucks uh, when he was there. And if if that's the case, then, you know, Godwin had a fantastic rookie year. And he was in the slot a lot. I don't know what Dennis Allen, the new head coach, is going to do. I'm assuming um, they're going to be rather offensive-minded still like they were, even though he's been the defensive coordinator for a while. But I, I don't know. You know I've been a fan of Jameis. Yeah, I know you have. And I, I thought the pick was great. I, I That's what I thought of right away when they drafted him. I'm like, they had their Mike Evans and M- MT, and now they have their Godwin. Um, and um, But I, my big question is now with – with this whole new offense setting up is what's going on with Kamara. That's, I mean, it, it could be, we could talk about that some other day, but are you worried about Kamara at all? Getting his, getting his touches and his receptions. I mean, he's got to take a hit somewhere. Well, he, what was it? 81 catches, I think like three straight years or something. And then he kind of rekindled the last few games where he went insane. But yeah, for the most part, he was not having a lot of catches and, 
He was getting more carries though, so the touches are similar. The yardage, total yardage. The reason would be he less. was getting more carries is once um, Watson went down. That's when the carries. Hill, yeah. Now, yeah, and then you know the Hill debacle Watson, was switching around. Yeah, switching around. They had, you know, some guy that holds a clipboard play quarterback or whatever, whatever was going on, and then they had Trevor Simeon play on Thanksgiving, and was it this? Was that this year? Yeah, that was this year. Yep. Right? Oh yeah. But I. That's that's I I think with Kamara, you're gonna see you're gonna see less less receptions. That's where that's where he's gonna get hurt. He's gonna get hurt because I think Watson likes to throw the ball down the field. That's and that's, he's not gonna change. He's never gonna change. And people need to stop trying to try and think that he's gonna change. He's he's a gunslinger. He's he's a Brett Favre type of quarterback. Yeah, the biggest issue for Kamara was the rushing touchdowns and the yards per carry. Um, the, the reception can, the receptions can go down, but you know, looking at his total touches for his career, he had almost a career high. Actually, he did. He had a career high um, in touches last year, but it was because his attempts was 240. So when he runs the ball, they were worried: can he hold up the whole time? You know, can he maintain a, a big workload like 20 touches a game, for example? And people were worried, but he did it. And 3.7 yards per carry is not what you need. If he got that up to his career average, that's a whole nother yards per carry. You're looking at a guy who's rushing for almost 1,150, 1,200 yards and getting you almost 400 yards on the ground or on the air with a lot of touchdowns. So he's going to be great with that aspect, but I don't know. But those um, career highs that you just mentioned, didn't they have, didn't they come in receptions? Didn't they come when he had someone, he had another running back that was, that was carrying the ball? And he would just come out there when when they're throwing the ball, right? Yeah, he was definitely sharing. I mean, he was definitely sharing the workload. But that's what people argued for Kamara all the time was, hey, not, give the man twenty touches a game because he would always get you know eight carries and seven catches or something. But here's my um, point now, Antonio. You're he is. There's no one behind him really. He's getting the touches by either they're handing him off, handing him the ball, or they're throwing him the ball. How how are they going to give him his touches? What's the easiest way right now? By it's going to it's hundred percent going to be rushing. It's yeah. like he'll be lucky. You're right. If in PPR leagues, like fifty receptions, and is that's what you're going to be happy for with Kamara. You're not getting eighty. Yeah, and that's where um, and that's where I that's what I mean by he's. It, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt his receptions because now they added this rookie wide receiver that they traded up for. They, Michael Thomas is coming off injury. Didn't play at all last year. So and. They had Watson who likes to throw the ball downfield. Yeah, I just was double checking to see because I, I I know he's still yeah, he finished ninth. So yeah, it's not not where you were looking because he generally was a top five player, you know, with those kind of receptions. So it is something to be concerned about as far as Kamara goes. You're right. Probably something we don't need to hold for another episode, but I know we'll talk about a lot this offseason because at least for me, he's not in my top six. Uh, for not? running back rankings in my top six, no, not for running back rankings. Not oh, well, today that we want to dive. Let's hear them. Let's hear the top six. No, you don't want to hear the top six. All right, uh, we're well, gonna keep moving right now. All right, why would he be in yours? I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't gotten that far um, in the thinking process of rankings yet, but he's in top. Yeah, 10. I mean, with he's I, top I ten mean, for sure. But I yeah, he is. But, but I I mean I, I have, have I do have just concerns up. with with Kamara. Just, yeah, because I mean, CMC's ahead of him for me, no problem. Um, well, I do I mean, have Swift 
CMC. I don't know what Carolina is doing. So he's, well, right, he's right. like their only option. But um, I have Swift ahead of him. I yes. think you have to have Delvin Cook ahead of him. Yes. Regardless of what's going to happen there. Um, you're not going to like it, but I got Barkley ahead of him. Ooh. It's a Ooh. dynasty. Ooh. Barkley's okay. there. I'm very well, bullish on like Barkley. And that's you, want Barkley? you want Barkley? I got him. I got him. Jonathan Taylor's obviously ahead of him. I mean, that's already six. And so I, it's, and I'm sure I'm probably forgetting somebody as I'm going through a top of my head list, but that's where. Jonathan, did you say Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's for me where I just, there's concerns. And then, you know, you add on uh, that they're, they're hoping to be a pass first offense, which is what we're looking at. I'm hoping for, cause of my Jameis shares. Um, but all right. So that's. That's some of the Alvin Kamara, which you started because of the Chris Olave. I just, I was just, it, that's the first <laughs> thing that popped in my head when they drafted him. Right. It, I just, they're definitely trying to become more of a down, down the field threat. Yeah. Team, I mean, I guess. Adam Troutman wasn't there either. I mean, that's a good, you know, that's a good point for, for even more reception. So no Adam Troutman, no Michael Thomas, and you only get 47 catches. I mean, what Mike Thomas play? I think three games. Did he um, play at all last year? Yeah, he played the. He came back for like two or three games. Did he? I don't remember. Was I don't recall. Mad or upset. Um, so he just kind of gave up the rest of it. But yeah, Adam Troutman, like he's going. He is a fantastic down the field route running tight end, more like a Mike Kosicki type player. There was a big break, breakout you were expecting with him, or a lot of people were expecting with him. Um, unfortunately, that injury happened very, very early. What was it, game one or pre- last week of preseason? Something crazy. Um, but Adam Troutman is going to be coming back, and that's going to be a massive, like an OJ Howard type player for Tampa Bay. I know we keep going back to that, but that's where you saw Jameis Winston succeed the most. I understand it was Bruce Arians. I understand it's an air raid system, but you know the Saints are obviously looking to throw, and they do have some of the most air yards uh, of most teams in the league. How did so we, with that? How did we go from um, the Honey Badger to Alvin Kamara? Like I said, you started it. I I got I got excited. We, talk, we talked on both sides of the ball. Um, yeah. yeah, Matthew's gonna be amazing. I mean, we saw the impact that he brought to Kansas City, whether people want to respect it or not. Like he, he changes defenses. Yeah, there's a reason he picked New Orleans. Wow. He didn't wow. pick them because he's not trying to win a ring. I'm shocked he was still available. And I when I saw the notification come in, I'm like, oh, that's that's. That's I think he, he wanted to wait for the draft. He wanted yeah. to wait for free agency. Like he wanted to wait for all that dust to settle for him to say, all right, about- kind of see where. They're going. We're about to see the second wave of free agency. You still got a lot, yeah. a lot of players that need a need a home. Odell, Julio. I mean, there's. I was just about to say, there's a lot of teams that did not add wide receivers that should have. Uh, some <laughs> teams that got some teams that got rid of wide receivers and absolutely didn't fill those holes. Um, why don't we just actually talk about that? Like, so let's. Why don't we talk about some draft feelings right now? So I was real pissed at the Packers. Why? As I'm sure everybody was. Why? The, all the wide receivers were gone by the time they got. Look, they look, got to look, them. look. Hindsight's twenty twenty, man. It's you could be 20. happy. You got. You could be happy. You got Christian Watson where you did. I think you got lucky, and I think they should have used those both of those picks to be trading up. But you, I don't know. There's I mean, no. There's no easy. way. It's easy. There's no way around it. That's easy for you and I to say, but teams, some teams aren't going to trade with with. I mean, Keenan. I mean, Minnesota. Do you know what with, frustrates me? Minnesota traded with, with with Detroit. Yeah, right. And with Green Bay. Yeah. Oh, here we go. He's got his notebook, guys. No, I don't think this is the one. Do you know what frustrates me, Keenan? Let's hear it. Is the fact that everybody's 
Is this your Packers notes that you were? Yeah. That you typed out in our chat. Here you go, people. There. There's my Packers notes that I went through. Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna go a little bit of rant here. So if you want to leave, whoever's listening, you can turn me off for like a couple minutes. I understand. But like, <laughs> you turn me off. Uh, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, they do nothing but support the man and treat him, you know, godly there, and act like if we have Aaron Rodgers, we can win the Super Bowl every single year. But you like, can't. I don't care who's around him, but, but, but you, you can't. can't. But you so you can't. can't. And what bothers me with that is you went so far as to say that, that you decided to draft a quarterback in the round one and then a backup running back in this, like in the same draft class, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me that they go on to do that. And yes, it wound up working, I guess, if you want to say it that way, but they could have also added another piece beyond somebody like a Valdez Scantling who drops a lot of damn touchdowns and Alan Lazard, who should have matured into more than what he was EQ St. Brown, who never really was capable of anything. Um, and Tunyon was a one in Tunyon, you know, one and done guy. And with all of that being said, Aaron Rodgers is still great in the, uh, what I did look up was I was curious as to how he does without a number one wide receiver. Um, I, I kind of went towards injuries because I'm, you know, if players weren't out all season, you really can't do anything. Like when Jordan Nelson tore his ACL, I didn't really take that into effect because he was out all year. Um, what I took into effect was how the offense is looking as the seasons are going on and how he deals if he doesn't have number one wide receiver and who the ball goes to. Anyways, there was 17 games over that time frame where it was Jordy Nelson, uh, Devontae Adams, and Greg Jennings when those three had missed games. The dude was 16-1. and one. So that was pretty frustrating to, to go through uh, and realize because, uh, I don't know, it's just it's insane to me, right? So he was 9-0 and without Devontae Adams. Yeah, well, that's why like, they think – that's why they think – that's but, that's literally the worst thing that could happen to the Green Bay Packers is for Aaron Rodgers to produce when Adams is is hurt or their top players are hurt and for Rodgers to deliver and win games for Packers. That's the worst thing that could happen because they're like, oh, well, we don't need a we don't need to add anyone. We could just we can just you know go out there with Alan Lazard as our wide receiver one. Yeah, but that's the problem. Like as a fan and as a GM, how can you just say? I am fine with expecting the best every single week, like needing the best almost every single week from my players in order to keep winning. Like that, that's the only part of me that worries me because you can't keep up that kind. Like I'm saying 17 games over the span of, you know, uh, multiple years. It's not like it was all just one season. And when you broke down all of these games, it, it was not very positive for, the running game. Yeah. Like at all. And as far as wide receivers go, there was, I want, um, I'll have to dig up the tweet, but I believe through the, uh, through the amount of games, there was nine different receivers that led those games. And you don't have a Devontae, like Devontae Adams would be like what? 12 out of 16 games set 13 out of 16. He probably lead in the games for receiving. And in this one, it's nine different receivers because he has to figure out all different people to, get get these touchdowns you know like jeff janice james jones uh aaron jones was leading the game sometimes randall cobb uh jermichael finley like all these oddball names that you need to step up and make happen 
And I just I don't think that with the pieces right now with a rookie like Watson with Lazard, who's never come to fruition. I mean, Sammy Watkins is literally the guy I have the most hype for. Because what, <laughs> what, what about Lazard? I I, I can't because why? like if he if he didn't do it before, why wouldn't he do it now? He had the opportunity. Adams missed multiple games. Adams has, has missed like I said. I just I just said they're nine and zero without him. Lazard had I think two games with over hundred yards. It just yeah. it just concerns me, and the running game the running game I want to say, I really have to pull that back up. I, but he, I, I mean Lazard's going to be Lazard. Now feel me out. Lazard is number one, right? Right, right now on your team. Oh, oh, it wasn't that far away. So sorry, he's fourteen and one. Fourteen and one. There was fifteen games. Um, Lazard's not far away from what? He's sorry. wide receiver one right now. Uh, on your team. Uh, yeah, depth chart wise, yeah, I'd say for sure he'd be watching. I, I mean, I, I even think more in Rodgers is familiar with him, and he's been with Rodgers. Now, what if what if Lazard is the next Devontae Adams? I think you would have seen that already. That 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 really? that would yeah that would have been there because like he had his opportunity even as the wide receiver too. Like Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb were really really good together. Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, very very good together. Uh, Jordy Nelson and Greg Jennings good together for the one year. Like you, you saw it happen with Rogers multiple times. And that's where I think that if we knew it was going to be Alan Lazard, they would have already happened. Um, that's my only fear. And like I said, the running game, they had 600 yard games in those 15, uh, only a touchdown in seven of them. Um, there was 700 yard games out of the 15 for Green Bay receivers, and in those games, Rodgers had three plus touchdowns seven times. But they were blowing people out. That's what's crazy too. Like they were blowing people out by double digits was their average. Like I can't explain it. Everything I keep trying to say is just going to be negative because I'm a person of yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at I respect extreme sustainability, like I do, but. Yeah, there's just a, there's a point where you have to say like you cannot sustain those kind of numbers to win an NFC Championship and a Super Bowl. Well, I mean, he seemed happy on uh, on uh, the Pat McAfee show yeah, um, the other day. So <laughs> I think he, I think he, I, I think he's more more of someone that that's more about money and individual. Um, oh, absolutely. He, I mean, he believe he believes it that if he's a quarterback, I don't care who I don't care who you put in my X, Y, and Z. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna win. I'm looking at um, I'm looking at Devontae Adams stats. My 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 man, he was good. From he balls, yeah, he balled out. Besides touchdowns, I mean, the touchdowns didn't happen until the third year where he went from he had three touchdowns, and one I, touchdown, and then he skyrocketed twelve. Yeah, and that um, actually was uh that was seventeen, right? I believe 16, that was 16, 16. So either that was the year Rogers missed, or it was the year after. 17, I think Rodgers missed where he had like eight touchdowns or something. Like he he showed up. Well, Rodgers might have missed 2015 when he had one touchdown. I do. I thought I remember him having like eight or nine with Hundley, like doing real well. And that was his big breakout. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but so, I, was looking, I was comparing the reason I looked at Devontae Adams and Lazard, I was, I was just comparing the first couple of years of their of his of their careers, and Lazard's is nowhere near. So I do agree there. But yeah. I, I I don't know I I don't know I I I think I think one of these wide receivers I don't know which one I think they're gonna have a good fantasy year. It could be the rookie. It could be the two rookies they drafted. It could be Sammy Watkins. It could be 
Um, Lazard, it, they could also, a, there's been a lot of chatter about them going after Landry or. Um, uh, that's what I think is going to happen. Will, Will Fuller, who's still a free, still, still a free agent. Well, I would love if the bill signed um, for speed wise, but um, one of these wide receivers is going to become a top 10 to 20 uh, fantasy football wide receiver this year. Who's going to do it? I don't know. But the reason they're going to do it is because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I do think I think you hit the nail there with Jarvis Landry. Like that that's who I was anticipating as somebody that they would get because he hasn't had someone in the slot in a in a while. Yeah. Um, and, and that I mean, would be really, really good. What for if they them. sign both of them? Who yeah. will fuller end? And was and uh uh, uh, my thought is Will Fuller, like Lazard's their Fuller, or Sammy Watkins is their Will Fuller. Um, I'm not saying that that's necessarily the same talent-wise. Yeah. Yeah, All right, but we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll move on from uh, the Packers. But uh, um, another team that uh, we were surprised about was the Ravens. Yeah. Um, um, they got a really I, great draft grade. But Can I go? Can I go? You can go. Can I go? You can definitely start. I mean, when are you going to have an offense that, you know, is an NFL two, or 2022 NFL offense. Why are you running the Army Navy offense? When are you going to fire Greg Roman? When are you going to release Lamar Jackson? I'm not even a big Lamar Jackson fan, and I'm getting frustrated because one, you didn't draft anyone to help him, and two, you traded his best wide receiver. Who is their wide receiver right now? Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. You know, I mean, we're 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 mad over here about about the Packers not getting any help. I mean, <laughs> friggin' Baltimore went; they took seven steps back. Yeah, they have well, they have great, they have great draft grades, great. How, but let, let's talk about NFL. How do you win in this in this league? You win you win by by your quarterback and throwing the ball. And how do I win fantasy football games? Is by Lamar Jackson throwing a damn ball and 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 being MVP Jackson from a few years ago. You're, they're hand, they're handicapping him. They're, they they they're the one team out of all the rookie quarterbacks out of all the quarterbacks that were drafted in the last four to five years. They're the one team that's still running their their offense from from quarterbacks rookie rookie season. Yes, he's a he yes he he's a great runner, but he, he I mean come on that's but that's why they're not going to get rid of Roman. He is a run first coordinator, and they have been top three in run game. Every how many playoff? How many playoff? How many playoff wins do you have with Greg Roman as your offensive coordinator? I don't disagree with that, but that's it's, that's where it's very tough to say. Let's get let's, rid of one of the best coordinators for what our quarterback is best at doing. But he, I mean, Josh Allen, when he entered the league, was best at. Everyone thought he was a runner. Yeah, nothing like Lamar though. Like people expected Lamar to be that running quarter. Like that's what they thought was Lamar's a runner, not a thrower. Lamar has matured himself into becoming a better thrower, but he's not. A, he's not a better thrower to the point where he's Aaron Rodgers, and you give him one weapon, uh, maybe two weapons, and and he's going to go win you a Super Bowl. He's got one. Um, he's what got I one. feel he's amazing there. about what I feel amazing about though, Keenan is J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm super excited for him. I've, that they didn't add a running back, they they yeah, tried, I, they got rid of a wide receiver and didn't when, add another one. When I mean, Hall you're gonna run. when Hall made it to the second round, I'm like, I looked at the draft board. I'm like, the Ravens are going to find a way to get this guy. 
And, uh, I and, that was my big fear, and, and um, thankfully they didn't. Which you know kind of happened, but that was my big fear was that Hall was going to go to a timeshare. I mean, he kind of did and killed two fantasy, fantasy yeah, backs with one stone. Yeah, we're definitely going to get to that into a few minutes. Um, but um, talking about uh, J.K. Dobbins, I- I'm super excited for what he's going to bring to the table uh, this year. So if if you had him and you were worried, you're a big winner. If you bought right. him, you're a big winner. I Don't hope he sell can, him. I hope he can produce with nine men in the box. That's how, dude. That's how they've been. I mean, even with Marquise Brown, they weren't getting a lot of respect. I think the emergence of Mark Andrews, uh, which we already knew was there. I don't know. I don't know what to do in a key. To be honest with you, like I'm, is Bateman is Bateman a better X than Marquise Brown? Absolutely. You know like what I'm he, doing? Wow. I'm training Lamar Jackson this year in all my di- in all my dynasty leagues. Oh, dude, I know. I'm so upset. Like I'm I'm, I'm not. I'd rather have Jalen Hurts. Don't say that because you know my the trade I made. I made a big trade like a month ago <laughs> where it was said. um yeah, it was like it was a, a combination of packages, but it involved Lamar being sent away to me, and I was giving up Tua and Hertz. This was pre-Tyreek Hill trade, pre-Marquise Brown trade, um, pre-AJ Brown trade. So like literally I I, I texted uh, the person I traded to the other day. I said that might have that Michael Down is one of the worst trades I've ever made. Did you uh, <laughs> did you learn your lesson? I mean, I believe in Hurts and Tua. No, no, no. Did you learn your, did you learn your lesson about making fantasy trades before the draft? NFL draft. Well, Hill was not. And A.J. Brown was – I, I mean, love it for Hurts, but that was a fluke. Um, a fluke. It was a fluke because, as we, we, we know, the Lions traded up to 12 after the Eagles traded up to 13. Because the Eagles wanted Jamison Williams, and then the Lions draft Jamison Williams. Are so we then sure? The Eagles, Are we sure? Uh, I mean, I'm. There's there's a, so much speculation around that that they wanted him before the draft happened. Um, I think there was a lot of talk that didn't he might Lions, have been the first. My question is: Didn't the Lions trade up before the Eagles did? So when I was watching it, as it happened, at least you know how like. You know, like it shows the the draft board and like all the teams that are up next and all that. So the logo for pick 12 did not change before the logo for pick 13. So I saw that the Eagles had traded 13 first. I don't know how it actually worked, like in the back scenes and all that. Yeah. Um, because, but obviously, you know, those trades are happening without both teams really knowing. Like at the time of that all happening, there's no way that the Lions knew and the Eagles knew. But here's um, my thing if you wanted a player, why wouldn't you just trade up to 12? Why, why did you trade at 13? So they probably weren't offering enough because, like we talked about, what was it? It was a first, like the last pick in the first, the first couple picks in the second, and then the end, like the first picks in the third. So it was it was a haul um, for them to get that. But I'm going to guess that whatever the Eagles were offering was not what the Vikings wanted. And I want to make it sense because the Vikings trade out of it again, <laughs> one of those picks. Yeah. Um. I was just surprised the Vikings didn't make the pick. Yeah, I mean, I, it was. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I understand that. that was. It was. It was a lot. I understand yeah. it was a lot to get. Can you imagine Jefferson and, uh, um, Traylon Burks, or or Williams. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, James Williams would have been yeah. sick. Yeah, I I was. Yeah, in my mind, I was like, oh, Traylon Burks and Jefferson together, that'd be ridiculous. But Williams would be helpful. Like, I just I don't know why why some coaches and GMs don't see that world like we do. Like, there are the ones that do, like, but the ones that you do are winning. 
Like Sean McVay sees the world as a fantasy. His NFL, his NFL leadership is a fantasy world. Yeah. And he plays Madden and that's, that's literally what he does. Not literally. Guy won. Not literally. No, no, but like he, he's playing Madden in, in the world yeah. of the NFL. Like he literally trades his first round draft picks. He mortgages his future for the present and they show up every single year. He has the Rams four years, the Rams draft draft. Um, they run a house. Do you see that? No, uh, they run a big house, big mansion. They didn't have a pick till the third round. So they just, Drank at party, and then they interviewed after after the Patriots pick, and they're all laughing. It was. They're all laughing because they're all drunk. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, people like him, and now you have um, every time I talk about this guy, the head coach of Miami. You know, he wasn't oh. San Francisco, Mike. Um, every time I forget his last name, I got to get onto that one. But anyways, like he as well, he's another up and coming where I think he might start living the, you know, game like Madden. Like he, one of his first things he did was get Tyree kill. Okay. So now we got Tyree kill. We got Jalen Waddle. Um, we can make a lot of things happen. We got Mike Kosicki. Like, look at this little video game stunt we're going to be playing. Um, Mike McDaniel. So, Mike McDaniel. Thank you. So All right, let's we get, were just, let's get into, uh, yeah, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, no, I'm just just still going on the draft feelings, you know, like uh, all those wide receivers that ran through, like, you know, it was shocking and crazy to people. Like we knew that was probably the range where they were all going to go. I just think it was a lot of the movement and I trades thought, that had happened for it. I, I was shocked that they went it went as early as they did, because I thought some I thought some of the wide receivers were dropped into the 20th that in the, tw- in the 20th picks. But then after I'm sitting, I'm sitting there. I'm like, why was I shocked? Look at the off season, all the wide receiver movement. All these teams are yeah. like, okay, well, let's draft. Wide I texted receivers. you. Yeah, I. I texted you morning of the draft. What did I say? That, well, a couple minutes before the draft, there's going to be a couple wide receiver trades. Not Debo though. No, not Debo. But yeah, I said, I said, I have a feeling. That you mark my words. There's going to be the, a couple wide receivers traded today. The Marquise Brown trade came out of nowhere. Uh yep, and. And you know what the thing was? Well, afterwards it was, I guess he asked for a trade. Yeah. So I guess that that, that obviously hadn't come out. Um, and but, I, guarantee, I guarantee the Hopkins news about him getting suspended for six games was definitely, yep. they definitely knew about it. Yep. So Arizona knew that. So obviously that yeah. came out today. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins suspended for six games for PEDs. I'm sure he'll appeal. You're talking, you know, best case four games. I'm going to assume it'll probably stick at six. But you know, I want to ask you first, right before we get into Baltimore. Well, we're on Baltimore right now. Remind me afterwards. Yeah. I want to. I want to talk about your thoughts with the Lions and Williams. But how did you feel originally when Hollywood was traded? I was to, like, how did you feel for his fantasy value? I thought. Uh, I thought it was better. I really did. I mean, we always. I mean, how many times we have, we, we always talk about how Baltimore doesn't use their wide receivers? Need they need to get our wide receiver to go? With Marquise Brown. I mean, you just take just look at Christian Kirk's numbers when Hopkins wasn't when Hopkins wasn't you know in the lineup. He 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 produced. Now Arizona, who who likes to throw the ball a lot more than Baltimore does, they just added a better version of Christian Kirk, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, I I mean I don't why would who who's saying that his value went down? 
Well, so we were talking before the show, like I, I tweeted as well that right when that happened, I thought he went to one of the best situations in the whole damn league he can go to. Yeah. He's and, not a wide, know, he, only other place is the 49ers. He's not a wide receiver one. Someone's taking the pressure off. Yeah, there, and and but there, I've been hearing sorry. There's only likes to throw the ball more than Baltimore. It's a, it's a win-win for Marquise Brown. Yeah, 100%. And for some reason, you know, the bigger, you know, pods that are out there in the industry, a lot of them are saying and the rankings are showing that he's a wide receiver 3 at best. Uh, and I just yeah. I can't I can't understand that either. And now this news comes out, so I'm going about thinking he was, you know, for me I had him near 20th, and now this news comes out. I mean, I'm going to have a really tough time not making him borderline wide receiver one. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but he's he's going to have a great season. He's going to – I mean, for Dynasty, no. Sorry, that will be coming for redraft. But but Keenan, like you can't – like last year, let me me tell you last year, his first – his first nine games, he played 16 games last season. So in his first nine games – which are somewhere that I, I'll have to look now. <laughs> in his first nine games, he had uh, – well, anyways, I remember it was uh, north of 700 yards, over 50 catches, and six touchdowns. He ended the season with just over 1,000 yards and still six touchdowns. So, I mean, he had an amazing start to the beginning of the year. He had over – he had 91 catches for 1,008 yards and six touchdowns. He was 14th in the league in catches. Um, I just, he, he, he had a career low in his yards per receptions, career low yards per target, career low yards before catch for, per reception. They had him running a lot shorter routes than he had been over the first couple years of his career because everybody remembered, remembered Marquise Brown is always oh, a deep threat. He's just going to run. He's going to go, go, go. Well, the guy's actually a really good route runner too. And they started putting him in the slot. And when that kind of stuff happened, you're obviously going to get shorter routes. You're going to get shorter balls thrown to you. Um, and that's where they wanted to work their offense, run it. And let's do short and intermediate routes and throw the ball to Mark Andrews. So, yes, Keenan. I I was just looking at uh, target share. Marquise Brown has twenty six percent target share last year. Um, so maybe that's where people are worried that his he won't get as many targets as he was getting in Baltimore because he was the only wide receiver really there besides Mark Andrews. But now with Hopkins suspended for six games. I think you're looking. I think you're. I think you hit the nail on a uh, nail on the head there. Where he's probably going to be a wide receiver one with Hopkins six six games suspended. At least in um, in redrafts, right? He's going to get. He's his target share is going to might even go past twenty five twenty six percent. Oh, it, it's going to be very high, especially when he's getting open. The thing that'll concern people will obviously be his yards perception. But if he's doing what Kirk was doing and AJ Green shifts to what Hopkins did, that's it's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful. You know, I, I just tweeted something out again earlier today. I know a lot of tweets going on, but it's it's that time of the year. So I I looked at a few stats between Lamar and Kyler last season. I looked at their attempts per game, bad throw percentage, on target percentage, completion percentage, yards per attempt, and yards per game. Follow me. I'm following. Kyler was better in every single stat. Every single one of those. All six of those I just listed, he was better in all of them. And it's not just somewhat better. It's, I mean, it's almost near 5% better 
if not 10% better in most of those categories. And that's where, to me, you're moving him to, like you said, a higher fast-paced offense. Yeah. Um, that, that's willing to throw the ball fast-paced offense. And a, a team that has a lot of short and intermediate routes, uh, a quarterback that is extremely accurate. Like, that's the biggest thing, Keenan, you're talking about. Well, uh, well, I kind of I kind of led myself into it. But you're talking about, um, well, he doesn't get a lot of catches and all that. Well, yeah, it's because Lamar, man. Like <laughs> that's the unfortunate yeah. part is it's Lamar. It's not easy to it's throw Lamar it's and the, hit a fast offense. guy. It's the offense. Well, but last year though, like last year, last year transitioned better for Marquise Brown. Um, what he did last season was, well, well naturally because of uh, running shorter routes, you're going to have a higher catch percentage. But he went from just under 65 his rookie year down to 58 when he ran, you know, longer routes, got a little more adapted, started burning people. And then last season, it was down to 62.3. So it's still not very good for someone that had some heavy dosage in the slot. Yeah. But let me tell you right here. Let me throw some some, some stats on you, Keenan. I'm, I'm listening. Actually, I'm gonna play a little, let's play a little guessing game. Player right. A, I'm going to throw some more. Yeah, so some stats here. I got player A and player B. Let's see if you can guess. Probably not, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, player A, 103 targets, 77 catches. Yards per reception of 12.9, an A dot of 11.6, a catch percentage of 74.8, and a yards per target of 9.5. I know it's a lot coming at you. Player 108, B. 108 targets? Yeah, write, write this down. Write this down. Yeah. 103. You just need to write the numbers down in order. 103, 77, 12.9, 11.6, Okay. 74.8 and 9.5. Yeah, I understand it's repetitive, but there's a point to this. Player B, 100 targets, 58 catches, 13.3 yards per catch, 12.9 A dot, 62.3 catch percentage, and a 7.7 yards per target. Well, so play, player A is Christian Kirk. Yeah, we talked about that <laughs> prior and, to the show. So player A is get, Christian Kirk of 2021. Player B is someone on the Jags, I'm guessing. So player A is Christian Kirk of last year. Yeah. Player Except- B is Marquise Brown of 2020. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was going to be Lavishka. <laughs> yeah. Two two years ago, yeah, you had conviction it was a Jaguar player. Yeah. Um, two years ago, that was Marquise Brown's stat line. Yeah. And you're, you're almost identical to what Kirk was in 2021. The biggest difference is the efficiency. Yeah. So people can complain and can say all these things that they want of of Christian Kirk and and how um, Marquise Brown can't fill that need. Like Christian Kirk had the the problem was the problem is like we said is the, is is the completion percentage. Like he had three more targets than Brown, but nineteen more catches. Yeah. Like imagine if those if if he had even half of those more as catches. Brown would have a lot of things would have been different. And the guy gets a lot of touchdowns. And I think without Hopkins, especially in the red zone, like he's just going to be insane. Um, to me, he's easily going to be a wide receiver too for me uh, in Dynasty. But um, you were talking about Kirk. Yeah. And in, in the weeks last season, he missed with Hopkins. There was four of them that missed uh, Hopkins only, not Hopkins and Murray. T- targets 12, 9, 9, and 3. So there's a lot to go for him. 
Um, we talked about the A dot. They throw the ball down the field. Last year, thir- the top 31 receivers, four of them were Arizona for A dot or for yards per target. I'm sorry. James Conner had a career high. Christian Kirk had a career high. AJ Green was has his third highest, and DeAndre Hopkins had his third highest. Hopkins also had his career highest in A dot. Let me just explain that real quick. I apologize. A dot is average depth of target. So how far is the ball traveling um, for for every time that you're being targeted? So um, let's say you know you you get a 15 yard catch, but you caught the ball 10 yards out. That's it's going to be a 10 yards for average depth of target. So you'll take the number of receptions, divide that by targets. That's how you get the number. Obviously, the higher the better. Um, Christian Kirk, like I said, was 9.6. That was 17th in the league. So to give you an idea of how high those were. So anything over nine is just crazy. Um, and there was four players on the Cardinals. Uh, for retrospect, three of the 49ers were in the top 15. So that's crazy. Yeah. Um, just some stuff. Just some stuff, man. Um, so we're very high on Marquise Brown. Uh, Christian Kirk, I don't, I'm don't. i not, you know. Oh. It, today's not a day of, of Christian Kirk. Um, but Keenan, let me ask you one thing. Would you rather have Marquise Brown or A.J. Brown? A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. It's, what about? It's that, that's not as well. <laughs> okay. What about Marquise Brown and D.K. Metcalf? Well, Which I mean, one? I mean, who's throwing D.K. Metcalf the ball? Well, who would you rather have? Well, I mean, I'd rather have, right? I think Marquise Brown. Just because I, you've seen, I'm, I'm not a big D.K. guy because you've seen, it's a roller coaster with D.K. It really is. One week, one week. Oh, here we go. DK DK's blowing up in fantasy. Next week he's down and lock it's up. It that's how it's been for at least the last year. Um the thing is who has the better quarterback in the end for wide receivers? Do you trust Lockett to to help DK become a wide receiver one next year? I don't. So I I, I always look at that when it comes to me. When, especially redraft, I always look I always, I want to have my wide receivers to have a good quarterback, and I'll take um, Kyler and Brown. Yeah, that's fair. I was surprised that you were so, I guess, easily convinced that it's AJ Brown hands down over Marquise. I mean, I told AJ, you people people are going south on him too, just like they did in Hollywood. I don't well, see it either. I don't know why. I mean, AJ Brown. The reason Ryan Tannehill became a got his contract and became a good fantasy quarterback for a year or two and won won so many games was because Derrick Henry won and two AJ Brown it, or it, right AJ Brown yeah that, that's what I'm talking about mostly um, AJ Brown really yeah. yeah I mean the guy is phenomenal I especially yards after the catch just look just look at it I mean you this is why this is why when AJ Brown this is why I thought when AJ Brown was traded to Philly I thought not to jump to the uh, winners and losers. I thought the biggest winner of the of the draft was Hertz, and and a couple of my losers in this were Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard, um, just because it's going to become more of a balanced offense and it'll help Hertz definitely having a true alpha wide receiver one and a wide receiver one that can make a, make a catch behind the line of scrimmage and and break it for 20, 30 yards. You know, I, I think you – know, I know you said they may want to be more balanced. I agree. Balance is in the part of they need to throw the damn ball some more. 
Yeah, it's gonna go to Adrian Dave, Brown. It's gonna go to it'll go to both. I think that listen, Antonio, not his, everyone is gonna be good. But everybody can be. If if Hurts, you just have to look at the numbers. If Hurts throws the ball 35 times a game, if uh if you're gonna give AJ Brown eight to nine targets a game, which is what he's used to, I mean He's never really had more than seven or eight targets a game. He's not someone that's going to – I mean, if he's going to go out there and command 10 targets a game, I understand he's getting paid $25 million, but he was in a system that he didn't need that much. Like, he's been amazing um, on, you know, 105 targets. So if he can go get himself 125 targets, 130 targets, yeah, you're looking at a pretty insane A.J. Brown year, um, no doubt, especially when you're not going to have any cornerbacks looking to double-team him. Um, with the safeties because they're going to have to worry about Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. And, you know, Devontae Smith, same thing. Give him seven to eight targets a game. Give Dallas Goddard six to seven. I mean, that still leaves, you know, potentially 10 plus to the running backs and, and a couple other wide receivers. So I think it's, it's possible. Yeah. They just need to throw it more because over the last three seasons, Keenan 461 catches have come from wide receivers last in the NFL. Like that, that's why that's that's why I don't think it's a coincidence that they drafted Devonta Smith last year and now they've traded for AJ Brown because they were going to be drafting a wide receiver, um, so presumptively at least. Um, so I, I you know, you have to, and this is what you got to do. Their their running game is, is stupid. I love Miles Sanders, but the way that they do their running game, the way they keep rotating backs, it needs to stop. Miles Sanders needs to be the guy. Let Hurts do his thing because he had to save them so much because that offensive line just couldn't stay healthy. And it's just it's just what these teams need to do. Invest in your quarterbacks. You know, the Giants failed not doing it for Daniel Jones. Last year he threw over he had 30 attempts in five games. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they ran the ball way too damn much. Well, I mean, you're, you're I mean they ran the ball well, but that's what I'm saying. If they need to get well, him, if they, he could throw the ball more and he gets near 35 attempts a game. I don't see a reason. I'm just why. worried. I'm just worried that they're they're thinking Jalen Hurts is their game manager, and they'll draft a quarterback next uh, next draft. But um, that's these moves don't seem like that could be the case. So I hope not. But um, but with but I yeah. I do think AJ Brown helped Tannehill become what what Ryan Tannehill is today. The yards after catch, and Jalen Hurts is going to love that. Yeah, and that's the thing. What's Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is at least good at throwing to an open wide receiver. Like yeah. that's, that's that's a good thing for him, and Devontae Smith does it very easily. AJ Brown does it tremendously. Like that's that's the thing. Like it's not a coincidence. Well, again, we're gonna keep saying it. It's not a coincidence they're probably getting Jameson Williams. Like you're gonna pair him with Hertz. I believe he played with Hertz, um, for what a year or something, and. He is one of the best route runners. He is he gets open consistently. So if you can just keep getting, you know, like Tua's getting right now, uh, if you give a quarterback players who can run tremendous routes and can get open very easily, you just gotta hit him, man. You hit him and let him do the rest. Yeah, I agree. So do you think um so you where where are you putting Devontae Smith then? Is he more of the wide receiver three? Like does yeah, he get, like like I, like I, I, I know you're you not rather, like that. Would you rather have Devontae Smith or would you rather have Adam Thielen? Smith. Dynasty wise, absolutely. Yeah, it's it, that's that's not even a question. I, it's more like So you still think Smith will be able to produce and he'll still be relevant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you just yeah, don't think elite, yeah, elite just, jump might be happening. Yeah, I, I think what I think what we expected uh, out of Smith last year, I don't think that's real, realistic anymore. Yeah. 
I really don't. I, I, I mean, I think you even traded up to get Smith in one of one or two leagues. And I think I, I even said after I drafted Jamar Chase, I was like, man, I wish I would have taken Smith over Jamar Chase. And now I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad I went with Chase, obviously. But um, what we were expecting out of Smith is kind of what Jamar Chase did, but not. I mean, I guess not, not exactly what he did because he because he had such a great year and and now with AJ Brown there I just I don't know I I don't know I I don't think I don't think we're we're ever gonna see Smith reach his potential yeah I I understand that fantasy wise fantasy right but and I I understand that but he he was so he was very similar to AJ Brown um I did want to mention that you know we were all concerned for him he was another A to B player situation I could have brought up um, AJ Brown, his first year, 84 targets, but his second year, 106. What did he have? He had 70 catches, 1,075 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Last year, last year, you had um, Smith getting 90, 916 yards off of 64 catches and 104 targets. He didn't get a lot of the touchdowns, you know, five touchdowns, but the 900 yard mark is just, it's, it's tremendous for a rookie wide receiver to do. Uh, to get over the 100 targets and then 64 catches, he didn't have a high percentage catch rate. So if that can go up just a couple more points too, and you're looking at Devontae Smith getting you 65 to 75 catches, a thousand yards and seven or eight touchdowns, you're right. Like the elite capability is probably going to be capped for a little while. Um, unless that throwing does go up even more than the 35 attempts a game, which it's got to get to 40. You know, yeah. He might have to get closer to 40. I mean, Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow is able to sustain three players, um, three wide receivers, um, more so, you know, two wide receivers like Higgins and and Chase because he concentrates him to all three of those. If that's what Philly's going to do, if he still can, you know, throws it 30 or 35 times, but 20 targets a game are concentrated to those two wide receivers and then, you know, Goddard and the running backs can get the rest, then you're talking about some serious potential for, you know, two 1,200 candidates on the same team. Like that that could really happen because Hurts loves to throw that damn ball. Yeah. Um, well, Keenan – as much as our, our Eagles fans love us talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, maybe we should jump to some winners and losers here. Uh, yeah, we can definitely get into a few more, a uh, few more of the winners and losers. Well, no, no one more thing I want to talk to you for a few more. That the, the Jamison Williams, like, why did the Lions trade up to get him? Like, was why, that a the better question? Is why did why did Minnesota trade down with with a division rival? <laughs> I well, as we said, like that hall was that hall was. Big, like here's, the three picks they did. Here's the thing: they, but got you a, knew they were getting a wide receiver too. Like that's the thing. You're right, and they're just not sold on on a, a quarterback this year. So they're gonna go with they're gonna go out with Jared Goff this year, who's a draft winner this year. Um, and they're gonna go out there with Brown and Williams once Williams is healthy, and they're gonna have a a pretty good offense. And they're they're gonna draft their quarterback next year. That's why they draft. That's why they draft the Williams. Um, I, I sne- they're sneaky good. The the Lions can't hear you. Can't hear you. Um, that's what I was afraid to be honest with you. That might have drafted Brees Hall, um, like in near the, the second round. Yeah. Um, was that's where I was afraid when I talked about him going to like a timeshare? Was it could have been there? I mean, he obviously going to the Jets was not the best thing. As uh, as we'll get into. Can, can let's just say this: Can the Lions bring out 
the Rams, Jared Goff? No, because they love to run the football. That, that's that's what I didn't understand was you have DJ Chark, I'm on Ross St. Brown, now you got Jamison Williams, oh, TJ that, Hawkinson, that DeAndre offense. Swift. Oh my god, that offense. I mean, you get a you get a quarterback there. Do they offense. have one though? No, I don't think so. I think next year they I think they're I, I think they're a five to six win team next year again. And then they draft a quarterback. Kneecaps is not gonna kneecaps is not gonna get that more than six six wins. He's not, but you're right. I mean, well, that that's why, like, that offense might be built though to trade for a quarterback, as opposed to drafting one. Because cool. Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, at Aaron the Rogers. moment, I'm not sure, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that would would fly, but I mean, do you think Baker? Do you think Baker would be better competition for Goff? Like, who's better, Baker or Goff? Do you think for that offense? I mean, it's a run. For, it's a run first offense that has multiple running backs. I mean, it's almost I, like Cleveland for me. You know, you don't have a great defense, but but I mean, Baker just wasn't able to get the ball to to the wide receivers. That's what the big frustration was with Odell and and Landry. Yeah, so, that's what they're doing with Goff with a yeah. lot of short again, short and intermediate. Yeah, and that's why Brown had such a great year last year. Was those short short underneath passes. Um. Yeah, I, I I'd stick with golf. Honestly, I I wouldn't if I if I'm if I'm if I'm the Lions, I don't go too crazy because h- how much of an improvement is it if it is a, an improvement at all? Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's they're they're kind of in a lose lose with what they're doing. I mean, getting everybody there is is great. I'm just I thought Jameson Williams' stock really tanked. Like I love him talent wise until He's until still... until next year to get young from Alabama and right right well that's the thing like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hope that that's the case. Gonna, I'm telling I'm giving everyone advice I'm giving you advice right now go and get Williams and Brown in in Dynasty this year because when they do get that um, quarterback those wide receivers are gonna plummet uh, skyrocket skyrocket or yeah skyrocket <laughs> why did I say I said plummet I and I did this oh, yeah skyrocket and uh, and. This is your chance to do it. Yeah, but I don't, and I and I agree with you. I just, um, I thought Williams should have been the first one. Like in Atlanta, I was so I was surprised that they went with Drake London. I'll be honest. I thought it might have been um, Garrett Wilson, but I was hoping for Jameis Williams. I had London like fourth. Yeah, I. So I don't know that Atlanta is going to be the best spot for him because the best thing for him was contested catches. I mean, you're going to give him a quarterback that'll have no problem trying to. You know, give him some trouble catching a football, but who's their quarterback? Mariota. The, the Mariota, yeah. So, did, like, did, didn't they draft the um, Malik Willis too? Yeah, they did. Yeah, so okay. they're gonna have some, like, so they're gonna have some good stuff going on. But you got Malik Willis, who's raw, who also wasn't the craziest of accurate. Like, um, I just don't know if, like, if as the first court, like the first wide receiver choice that you went with one of the guys that is big and sexy, but you have Kelvin really too. Like Kelvin really can be your ex. Why don't you get someone that can be, do you have, I mean, I mean, I hope so. Um, if not trade him, hurry up, please. But I, I just thought there was a different player. Like that could have went there. That's you, why I was just kind of surprised. Can you, can you believe that? Hopkins, like we made sure to trade it up for London. Hopkins got six games for doing steroids and, uh, your boy Calvin Ridley got a whole season for uh, putting a FanDuel bet in. <laughs> 31. 31 FanDuel bets. 
Um, oh, yeah, oh, I, it's oh, just my bad. I, I don't know, man. The league just it sucks. sucks. I, it sucks. I, I like I said, he can't even appeal. I think until like next February. So why can't he appeal? Why can Hopkins appeal? But he, he I can't. think because of the what what he did. I don't know. That's just it makes no. It's sense. annoying. It doesn't make sense, man. Um, you could so, cheat. You could cheat, but you you can't you can't put a put a bet in <laughs> um, when, in a what, game that you're not playing. So Christian Watson then. On Green Bay, what do you think about that? I, I like where where do you think of him? I mean, talking, why don't we actually let's just get right into our we, rankings. We just we just that? we just talked we just talked talked about the Green Bay uh, um, wide receivers. We don't I don't know I don't know I think I don't I, I know, know but we did forget. Like, do you think I know? Yeah, I know. I said he should have dropped up. Let, let's get into our rankings. How about that? That'll probably get. We're gonna do our top ten rankings and just go off the cuff of how we feel. You know. Four days after, so obviously be very fluid. Um, but it's going to be our PPR dynasty ranks. Let me go first. Uh, yeah, you can you can start with your number one. I think I was just Hall. trying to pull up where yours. Yeah, you got Hall. Uh, so what's up I, with the Jets then? I the only reason I got Hall is it. All there's a lot of question marks between all these wide receivers. There really is. Atlanta with, with London, we we just talked about it. Burks and friggin' uh, Tennessee, he's he's is he their wide receiver one. Williams is hurt. Um, who, who else do I have on here? So I Garrett, guess Garrett, Garrett, you're not worried about Carter at all. I'm like, not, are you going, no, like are you going in? He's, I'm not, he's getting. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about Hall because of Carter. I'm worried about Carter because of Hall. I think Hall's their RB one. Yeah, but so Jonathan Taylor, like, is this a Jonathan Taylor example where Marlon Mack was there and Mack had to get injured to change it? Like, do you think there's a chance that Carter, no, for the first just, few weeks, no, because they just drafted him last year in the fourth round. So and and they were one of the worst rushing teams in the league. Not that not that Hall comes in there and and magically fixes their rushing attack because their offensive line really wasn't that good last year. But I think right now you have to take the player that's has probably the how do I word this probably gets the most workload. I who's your number one? Why why I, are we, why are we struggling here? So I have Chalen Burks today is my number one. Um, I I mean I I I couldn't I couldn't argue that. I couldn't. Yeah, like with it's that. Gonna, yeah. it's the thing. Like the top six, it's going to go by need as always. But the top six is going. To, it's probably going to be two running backs, four wide receivers. I don't think you're going to see anything different in a super flex. You might get a Kenny Pickett pick for value. I personally wouldn't grab him in the top six. I don't know, um, but I know I was in a draft earlier that he was drafted third. So um, overall, in a super flex, yeah. You know, people say if you need a quarterback, I, you know, you got to throw, you know, stuff at a wall sometimes. But, yeah, right now, Traylon Burks, because of everything I just said with A.J. Brown, like he, he's going to get 100 targets. Yeah. And he's bigger than A.J. Brown. He's faster than A.J. Brown. He's not faster after the catch, but like just to get where he needs to be to get to that point. Um, I like his route running. He can be in the slot. He can be on the outside. So I think he, I think there's a reason AJ Brown was moved. Like, you know, Tennessee feels like that's their replacement. And I think they're going to put their money where their mouth is or their pick where their mouth is. 
Um, and they're going to make sure that he gets the ball. Like I'm not worried I, about Robert Woods. I, I can't, I can't disagree with that. I, that's, I was tossing him those three um, hall uh, London and, and Burks between one, two and three. And that's where I think you're probably going to have a majority is my guess yeah. of, of what Listen, those number ones will be. I had Burks number one um, in February. Check out my TikTok video. Ooh. It was my it was my number one. I did like him a lot. Well, I had well, I had Jameson Williams number one going into this. Uh he's my number two though. I, I understand he's injured. I understand he went to Detroit. I understand I'm saying all those negative things. To me, though, I gotta believe in the talent. And if he's a Debo Samuel-esque, you know, which I'm kind of anticipating he's going to be. That's what I think uh, they're going to do with him. And you're so, right, if they find somebody else. So you have I'll be honest. This rookie Burks? year is going to be so rough, I have a feeling. Yeah, Burks, Williams, and who do you, who do you have three? Uh, so three at this moment will probably have to be Hall. Okay. Um, because at that point is where, I don't know, I just think I have to get to the running back at that at pick three. Um, what about your third? I have Burks. All right, So you, and your second was London, you said? Yeah. Yeah, so we just basically rotated um, what that'll look like. And honestly, uh, my, honestly, the only reason Williams is fifth on my list is because of that injury. Yeah, and that's what's good. I think that's the same thing. Like we said, rotate your top six, top seven. For some people, Williams might be the top, middle, and um, a lot of it will depend on that injury and the offense. Like, there's nothing good going for Jamison Williams right now. It's not like he went to Kansas City where people had hoped um, or I had hoped Philadelphia. You know, if he went to those places on top of worrying about the injury, you would worry less about the offense. Yeah, and the quarterback he's surrounded by, so it definitely does make sense. But number four, Keenan Garrett Wilson. For me, for me, it's Chris Olave. Um, that's I. I don't like Garrett Wilson at all. Um, Really, not anymore. Like he wasn't my top wide receiver. I know he was a lot of people's top wide receiver. Um, he was my third going in, but (laughs) I mean. This was probably the worst, like literally one of the worst places. This, this or like Houston. Um, I, I just, I, I can't be happy. I, I mean, I, the reason I like it is he's wide receiver one on their team right away. Yeah. And but who are you? They're going to try to get this. They're going to try to get this right. Um, between Zach Wilson and and Garrett Wilson, those are they're those are those their their feature. Oh wow! Feature How two. did I just recognize that? What <laughs> Wilson to Wilson? Yeah. Well. Oh man. So so who do you who do you have for? Uh, so my four is Chris Olave. Okay. Number five is Williams for me. Who do you have five? Number five is going to be Drake London. Okay. I have Olave at six. So. Um, sorry, I have Walker at six. Okay. I was trying to get these written down into one of the little, uh, what the hell, the tickers to come across, but they, it t- comes to be tough sometimes. So in the top six for both of us, we... It's the same six. Players. Oh, you didn't have Walker. No, Walker's Did eight. Walker? Yeah, Walker's yeah, eight. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's six for me. Okay. So five out of six. Five out of six in the top six are the same players. Wow. Yeah. yeah, see, that's and that's what's um 
So I mean, interesting to me. We don't even like, we don't even need to go farther. I think that's that tells you that the this list is going to change a million times before your rookie traps. Where would you, where would you have Cook right now? Um, 10, James. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Do you love that for Buffalo? I do. Team that struggled uh, for yards after catch, and Cook is going to come in there and and what Bean said, their general manager, right up, right off the bat, is he views him as a wide receiver and a running back. So they're gonna put this. They're gonna put them all over the place on the field. I, I know. I talked about. I, I just think it would have been better for fantasy had they gotten like a, you know, Walker or Hall. I think it would have been amazing. Um, I'm excited for Cook. I think if he can get 50 catches in his rookie season, that would be ecstatic, yeah. and that would kind of show you maybe like if he could be the Kamara. This is gonna be a Kamara right here. I'm telling you, this is where people are gonna. It, it's just they're the Bills. The Bills' rushing attack is going to be short, short passes. Uh, wait, what? The Bills' rushing attack is going to be Bills. Oh, is with, going to be, with is going to be short, short passes. That's all. Yeah, with Singletary. Be. Yeah. yeah, say bye bye to uh... Josh Allen. Will be the first quarterback to throw 50, 50 uh, times a game consistently. <laughs> yeah, we've. If you thought Dak Prescott a couple of years ago was wild, yeah. um, okay, so. To round out, why don't you go through your Hall London nine since you have Cook at ten. Hall, oh, I have uh, Watson. Nines Watson. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go through your uh, through your Hall, top ten? Hall London Burks, uh, Garrett Wilson, Williams, Alave, Sky Moore at seven, Walker, Watson, and Cook. Wow, that's Sky Moore. We didn't talk about Sky Moore. That's Sky Moore's. An interesting pick, but have we learned anything from uh, Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire that just because a player joins the Chiefs doesn't mean he's going to be good right away? Um, I, I I think Ceh still fit the mold of what they wanted to do. I just think honestly, what I think happened with Ceh was the combination of they wanted to win their first ring and he wasn't getting it done like they needed, but he's still somebody they were committed to moving forward. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? I, I felt like CH lost his job in the postseason this past year. I mean, we can keep thinking that. I just don't know if that's how they feel. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. Well, that's, that's, that's for another, another night. Yeah. So I have, I got Burks as my number one. Um, Jameson Williams. Uh, Hall, Olave, London, then Walker, Sky Moore at seven as well, Watson at eight, Cook at nine, and Dotson's at ten. Where do you have? Uh, yeah, I think like I'm missing somebody. Where do you have Williams? Jameson, he's at two. Two. What about Wilson? Oh, that's who I think I missed. See, I hate him so much that I didn't even rank him. Again, as I was writing I mean, it down. Yeah. No, well, I mean, in my actual ranking, I have him at eight. So, so, ahead, so, so, all, so we have the same ten players in the top ten. You know what? Here we go. So Wilson's at eight, Watson's nine, and then Cooks at ten. So yeah, I got Sky more of a Wilson right now. Like that's how, that's so, how worried. Like, like realistically, how many targets can you see Wilson getting? And then on top of like, if he gets 120 targets, I'm gonna deem. He might get 
65, 70 catches if you're lucky. And like, that'd be really, really good for someone like him to have. And on top of that, when well, now he's got to average 12 to 13 yards a carry or a catch. I mean, that, that's how he's going to get to a thousand yards. He needs 70 catches to get to a thousand. Yeah, Could he do it? Maybe. Yeah. But I don't think he will. He's not. But and that's my only fear is like, if he doesn't do it, like show promise year one, you're not getting better because we'll, uh, well, now we got to specify Zach Wilson isn't yeah. getting better. We'll, we'll have to revisit this because we had the same 10 players in the top 10. Just mixed oh, yeah. up. Mixed up. That's all that's all it is. It's all yeah. So I got there. I got dots and eleven, which most people probably, but see that so that's what we were talking about. Like I've I've done two drafts I started today. I hate it after pick sixteen. Yeah. Like I, I I've never said trade that up. in my dynasty trade career. Up. Trade up. Yeah, trade up trade or trade up. like to the next trade year. Up. Like twenty twenty three is gonna be great. So if yeah. you can get on some people who aren't in the know of how twenty twenty three is gonna be, like get rid of your picks. Like, dude, like I traded I had somebody offering me 108 Keenan. I was freaking out. I didn't understand it. Um, they sent me 108 for Amon Ross St. Brown. It was super flex. And I'm like, like, what am I missing here? Like, is somebody that high, or like, is is somebody that high on, on Brown, or am I just am I too high on the people in the class? I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, but like and I double checked the offer, it was before the draft started, so maybe you know they weren't expecting someone to get you know, then pick up, which I'm sure they weren't. But even with Jameson Williams there, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I took the trade. The person didn't answer. I text him. I messaged him this morning. And I said, hey, you know, I've, I've seen the trade. I, I'm i going to see how the draft goes today. And they didn't responded, but it got up to pick six. And I'm like, well, Jameson Williams is on the board. Burks is on the board. Olave is on the board. And I want one of those three. So, damn it, I'm taking the deal. So, yeah. if they regretted it, I'm sorry. And one more, though, Keenan. Um, I told you I was offered 106. For Brandon Ayuk, yeah, like what? What happened there? Like that wasn't like I did not understand. You did that right. You did that right. I I I did that, and like I saw. Well, I saw it in my inbox that I got offered a trade because I know the draft has started, and this wasn't a super flex, but the trade wasn't there when I went. So like you can go back and look at it. That person's expecting Debo to get traded. Well, that's what I thought happened was that Debo got traded. And and then I was like going crazy, so then I couldn't see the trade anymore. So I was like, "Hmm, did they take the trade away?" So if that was the case, I went and resent it. That's what double check. It was one hundred five, actually, not one hundred six. Um, so I went back and resent it with with my two eleven. So I sent Ayuk in the two eleven because I'm like, "Oh man, are they nervous or whatever?" Like I'll I'll take that anyway. Yeah, except they accepted one hundred five, and I took Traylon Burks. I mean, nice. I was nice. beyond excited. Of that, right. I, I don't know what happened. All right, real quick, give me one winner from the draft. Oh man, my time. big. We are definitely running low on time. My oh, man, Marquise Brown. We talked about him a lot. A big winner for me. Why don't you go first? Because I know you got one. You want me to go first? You go first. You talked about before the draft, before the show. Oh, yeah, uh, Mooney from um from the, from the Bears. I I think. I mean, the Bears didn't really do anything on the offensive side of the ball to to really, you know, hurt his value, and he's the true wide receiver one there. Um, this is his year to prove that he's a wide receiver one before they get another offseason to actually get it to upgrade that wide receiver core. So I think Mooney definitely is a is a winner here. But my other winner 
also was Burks. I AJ Brown out. They bring in Burks. He he's gonna get a majority of those AJ Brown targets. Those are my two big winners. Uh yeah, I think yeah, I talked about Hollywood. I talked about JK Dobbins. Um I'm gonna have to say, you know, another big winner. Uh those are some big winners. I mean, Miles Sanders is a big winner for me too, because the Eagles did not draft a running back that was really gonna compete with him, and I'm still waiting, waiting and waiting, waiting for him to break out. So hopefully that'll be coming. Um, DK Metcalf too. I think he's a winner. They got a running back to take more pressure off him. They got a tight end now with no fan. They didn't need a damn running back. Uh, they didn't, but I think if you look at it, like Pete Carroll loves the running backs to break tackles, right? Rashad Penny was leading the league in, in college in breaking tackles. Chris Carson's good at breaking tackles. He had Marshawn Lynch. Like he just loves dudes that are able to break tackles. I don't know why. Yeah. But you know, yeah, RIP Chris Carson. We're gonna talk some more about that in the offseason. Um, there's just there's so many, there's just so many dominoes that fell from this that we can't even get into in one show. We're already an hour and a half in. I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface on how many issues <laughs> that just got caused through all these trades and drafts. Like the the thing about this, the last thing before we wrap up is um, there's nobody elite in this class. Yep. And but but it seems like there's so many pieces that are getting moved that it's going to be an extremely impactful draft. Yeah. If that makes sense. All right, give me one loser. Um, I'm not going to take any low hanging fruit. I'm not going to do that. Oh, Kyle Pitts is also a winner of mine. I didn't talk about that, but I love that they got a wide receiver to help replace Calvin Ridley's um, gambling problem issue. So now he doesn't have to carry the whole load for himself. 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns is coming for Kyle Pitts. I'm calling it right now. You hear me. Um, let's give me a loser. So a loser, always going to be Aaron Rodgers. Talked always going to be Aaron Rodgers, but we did talk about Aaron Rodgers. How about, you know what, Patrick Mahomes. There you go. That's Patrick Mahomes one. is a good loser because Sky Moore could be something. They had <laughs> multiple Sorry. opportunities, bless you, too. Do something about it. Like everybody thought with those two picks as well, they were going to move up and they wound up going what defense and offense. Um, what was it like a lineman? I think was one of them, but uh, McDuffie's a good cornerback. Don't get me wrong. I just don't understand why they didn't move up a couple more spots. Maybe, maybe they did try them and the Packers and the asking price was just way too high. But after seeing what the lions did to go up as far as they did at 12 for Williams, I didn't think that, any of the Packers or Chiefs was going to hesitate to make a move. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes because Kelsey's aging. Juju's going to be good, but he's on a one-year deal, so you're going to have to pay him. They got a rookie and more, and you're you know you're worried about Ceh. A lot of people are worried about Ceh, so he's got a lot on his plate. Yeah. Well, I got two losers. They're both Jets. You want the? We'll go with the easy one. Uh, rest in peace, Michael Carter. Um, yeah. Um, he was, you know, last year he was trapped. He was a fifth running back taken and I had high hopes. I'm sure a lot of people had high hopes for him. Um, but Hall comes in best, best running back on, uh, in the draft, probably a workhorse and rest in peace, Michael Carter. Um, it's just, it's, it's a damn shame that teams like the jets trade up for Michael Carter last year. Then they trade off for fucking Hall. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh. That's, how upset, over here. that's how upset I am. 
my uh, sec- <laughs> my second loser is also a Jet Corey Davis. Um, he's gonna find himself fighting for targets with um, Elijah Moore and uh, uh, Garrett Wilson Wilson there, um, which won't be easy uh, because. The Jets are going to go young. They're going to have the two Wilsons, and they're going to go with Elijah Moore. Um, so I think Corey Davis, RIP, not just you know his season, RIP his career, fantasy career. <laughs> there you go. All right, that's yeah. some good winners and losers. Um, we had a long episode today, as we kind of already knew that was going to be the case. Um, I thought I can't catch up today. Yeah, 1130. We're, we're killing it this late. Um, I know we've, like we said, we got the plague going through our houses this week. So hopefully, knock on wood, the kids are going to sleep tonight. I know I've been having some trouble. I doubt it. (laughs) All right, buddy. Well, I think uh, that's going to cause a wrap up for the episode. Big, big draft hangover. Uh, Definitely fits fits the brand right now, what's going on. But uh, we got a lot more to talk about next week. So for right now, we're going to call that quits. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at DynastyMafia underscore FF. Uh, You're following me at Antonio Denisi FF. And you're following Keenan at Keenan underscore 716. Check out the pod at DynastyMafiaPodcast.network. And if you're checking us out on YouTube or have not, make sure to do so. Hit subscribe. Check us out. Hit the like button. Tell your friends. And uh, with further ado, Mafia out. Mafia out.